Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Welcome to the second episode of the Meet the Mancunian podcast. Every week, I aim to introduce you to an interesting Mancunian from the sculptry diverse city, Manchester. We will hear from ordinary people making an extraordinary impact presented by Deepa Thomas Sutcliffe, newbie Mancunian. Tune in every week for a new episode. Sick of litter on your walk around the neighborhood park? We hear from Jean Wright, eco-lead for Withinshaw Waste Warriors. Coming up is the Meet the Mancunian podcast, introducing you to an interesting Mancunian from this culturally diverse city, Manchester. Meet Jean Wright, eco-lead for Withinshaw Waste Warriors. I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Jean Wright, eco-lead for Withinshaw Waste Warriors. Thank you, Jean, for joining me today. No problem, it's my pleasure. Could you tell our listeners about Withinshaw Waste Warriors, please? Yeah, so Withinshaw Waste Warriors is a group of volunteers based in Withinshaw, and our aim is to clean up the town get rid of litter, increase the biodiversity, improve habitats for nature, uh, wildlife and um, residents as well. So quite a big group and we are community-based, um, a wide range of skills with the volunteers and we have a lovely committee that meet once a month and yeah, that's it, it's great. What inspired you to get involved with Within Shaw Waste Warriors? So I was inspired by the passion of the volunteers, really. Um, there is a little problem in Within Shaw, and, you know, I don't really want my son to grow up in that kind of environment. And I'm very aware of the current um, issues with climate change. And I think litter is one of those issues and one of those causes. So that's what's really inspired me, um, environmental issues. In fact, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about that, the connection between litter and environmental issues. Yeah, so I believe that litter is a pollutant, um, but it is a pollutant that we can um, deal with it straight away. I mean, we all have our part, um, we have a joint responsibility to look after the planet and we've got a joint responsibility to look after our immediate environment. Um, so the mantra for me really is think global and act local. So what you do in your hometown, say you throw a bit of litter on the floor, ends up being washed down 
the grids, it ends up in the water system, in the waterways and eventually in the ocean. Um, you put in litter into woodlands and onto green areas in your parks. It, it deteriorates um, habitats um, and it's not good for nature and the planet on a whole. Thank you for explaining that link because I'm not sure if everyone thinks about that. Yeah. Could you help and support through Within Shore Waste Warriors? So there's a number of friends group that we support. Um, so we've got friends of Milky Button Park, friends of Colmere Park. We support scouts, we support other community groups, and we support residents as well, giving them the ability to clean up their own areas, support that, motivate them. Um, community is key with cleaning up your town and community groups. It's so important that everybody works together for the, you know, for the best of the environment and each other, really. Um, but there's a lot of people that we do support. And also there's a lot of people that support us as well, a lot of organisations. Um, um, it's, you know, it's all working together for Withingshore. So what impact would you say you've made so far? Um, the impact is quite huge. We've really, really brought the litter issue to the forefront of the forefront of the for the council, for housing groups, for the community, um, and so the impact I think um, is the amount of litter we have picked. So uh, this year so far, we've had over. 9,260 bags of litter picked so far. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's a lot more than that because, um, you know, we've got some very modest volunteers who don't like the attention, but I'm sure like they've picked quite a few bags and, you know, it, that alone is amazing. Um, the year before that, 2020, it was I think it was 3,300 was picked and there's no litter count for the uh, 2018, 2019 um, because bad count only started last year. Um, but I think it's um, that alone, the numbers is amazing. And the impact um, socially as well is that more people are aware, more people want to take care of the parks and the green spaces and the woodlands as well. I mean, it's such an inspiration to see all these people litter picking in their community. Um, we've just got to stop people from dropping litter now. Yeah, I've seen within Showbase Warriors in action at Bagley Park near my house. And yeah. it's always very inspiring to see that. Yeah. yeah. So how much does it cost for you to outfit and volunteer? Um, um, so I'm a rough benchmark I'd say but with a picker and a hoop and PPE maybe a busy vest we're talking about maybe 30 pounds if not more um you know we, and if you times that by all our volunteers that would be sure waste warriors have managed to kit out plus scout groups and um, community groups you know, it's a lot of money invested in uh within sure volunteers um, and plus, there's a lot of work with with Ensure Waste Warriors that goes on in the background that you know perhaps people don't see. 
there's a lot of time um, making maps, um, meetings, etc. Meeting with the council. There's a lot of things that goes on in the background that volunteers give their time for. So there's that to factor in as well. But mainly, I'd say about thirty pounds, maybe, probably more. That's that's really impressive to know. Now, if people want to get involved, how can interested people reach out? Please reach out for us on social media, on Facebook, look for Woodinshaw Warriors, and also on Twitter for Woodinshaw Warriors. And we do have a really, really good website um, that's been developed by, our, by Michelle and Kyle. It's an excellent website, so people can get lots of information on there. Lovely. And what advice would you have for people looking to start a similar movement, maybe in their local communities? Um, community is key. Like I've said, you find like-minded people, people with that passion, approach your local council, um, look for funding, come to Waste Warriors for advice. Um, people will give you advice. Um, John Paul Coe is our chairman. You know, it's, it's a fountain of knowledge for setting up the community groups. Um, but like I said, community is key. Find us at people with the same passion and just go for it. Thank you so much, Jean. I'm going to switch gears and ask you what I'm calling signature questions, questions I hope to ask all my guests. Okay. So my first question for you is, what do you love the most about Manchester? Um. The I'm going to be honest, it's the music. I've lived in Manchester all my life and the music about Manchester is the thing that really connects me to Manchester. Um, but I also love the fact how different each area is. I mean, look at Withenshaw, it's very green and then you go into town and, and there's still industrial parts of Manchester or you can, you know, 10 minutes out of town, there's like massive green spaces and I just really love the whole diversity of Manchester and the cultural side of it as well. We've always grown up, you know, knowing about Chinatown and, and Mouse Platin. It's, you know, the cultural thing is a big thing for Manchester as well. And I think it's something that we all embrace. Lovely. What's your favourite place in Manchester? Oh, I'm going to have to say Withenshaw. <laughs> um, I do love Withenshaw Park and I, I do love the museum in Manchester as well. I like to have a wander around there. Uh, those are my favourite places in Manchester. Thank you. What's the most important life lesson you've learned? That you never stop learning. There's a lesson in everything and you don't know everything. And you just never, never, ever stop learning. There's always something to learn. If someone wrote a book on your life, what would they title it? <laughs> um, it would probably be serendipity because sometimes I feel things just land in my, good things land my way. Um, not all the time, but definitely, you know, if I'm out walking, I'll find something. And yeah, serendipity probably. <laughs> I like that very much. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jean, for talking to me and my listeners. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed the second pilot episode of Meet the Mancunian podcast. Tune in every week for a new episode.
Thank you again, Jean. Thank you. <laughs>